At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Let's Talk Movies podcast. I'm your host, Brian Drolet. And as you guys can see, I'm in a new studio, new location. I've been telling you for weeks I was going to interview one of my best friends, comedian Ben Morrison. Give it up for Mr. Ben Morrison! How about that intro music? That shit's aggressive. My MDMA kicked in on the way up here, and I'm tripping my balls off right now. That was incredible. Play that track again. I'm in his studio today, so why don't we just get right to my guest, Ben Morrison. Can we get Ben Morrison to set? Okay, all right. All right, cool. All right. Oh, here he is right now. Sorry, sorry. I was, uh, I was uh, eating porridge again. Oh, Ben Morrison. He was eating porridge again. Brian thinks he's a freestyle rapper. And uh, for 20 years, whenever I hang out with him, we have some drinks, he starts rapping. And every single time it starts with, Ben Morrison eating porridge again. And then he goes, slap Dracula on the back of an Acura. That's ever, it's like an inside joke. He did it so many times. It's it's all truth. And what he doesn't want to tell you guys is I'm D-O-P-E. Dope. Uh... <laughs> you know, hey. you know what you know what I have to say to that? <laughs> N O P E. <laughs> this isn't Let's Talk About My Friends Drunken Freestyles podcast, okay? This is the Let's Talk Movies podcast. Are you adjusting the image? Yeah, because I care about quality, Brian. All right, see that? Look, see, this is why I had to interview this guy because even not, more. All right, he's still listen. I'm going to keep this running. This is going to be part of it. Yeah, yeah, it should be. They can tell how Look, seriously. Look, close up on your nipple. We take our job. The Let's Talk Close Up on Nipples podcast. See, I knew whenever you're going to interview a comedian, the interview is never going to be normal, which is a good thing. Uh, ben, I God met damn Ben. It, it's not center. He, I can adjust this image in post. You, you are aware. It's right? about getting it right the first time, Brian. This is all a part of the plan. That looks better. The it's called good. the Let's Talk Movies podcast, and we're making movies. You got to do it right. Let's talk about making movies the right way. 
Yes, that's you want to get the angle right. You want to get the shot right. Uh-huh. When you're on a set and you're working with professionals, Profe- I professionals, professionals. Uh, I've been trying to tell them. Speaking of professionals, the first time I ever met you was going to a set for an MTV show called Damage Control. Yep, you were the lead improv actor on the show. And uh, that's where we met, like, 20 years ago. Literally. And then... 20. Ben, Actually, when, when, it's probably coming up on exactly 20 years ago, because it was in 03, right, where we did that? Yes. So, it's actually basically 20... Wow! This is our 20th friendship anniversary! It's our 20th friendversary! Hey! Surprise! Everybody come out! There's actually no interview. This isn't for the podcast. This is... Wait, do, do the other half. <laughs> 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 like, what are these guys going to talk about movies? I had papers. I don't know. You good? Yeah. Um, but so Ben also was on MTV's Punked, hired by Ashton Kutcher himself. Long time ago. Uh, so, but Ben has been in movies. He's created a bunch of his own movies, uh, constantly doing stand-up comedy. He's viral online. Follow him on Instagram, at Ben the Morrison. And I, uh... I, I also did a prank show where we pranked people who had failed out of college called Flunked. And then I did a prank show where we pranked... Oh, uh, you're an idiot. Is we, that a joke or is that real? That's And then I did a show where we pranked uh, bongs that had been uh, kicked out called Skunked. And uh, All right, so at the Let's Talk Movies podcast, we're going to talk movies finally. Ben, I like to start with this question. Sure. What is the movie that changed your life? What's the movie that when you saw it, you were like, I gotta be involved in the entertainment business? Oh, I have I have a definite answer for that, and it's a tie between two movies. Okay. And to this day, this this answer remains true. Okay. It's a tie between the Goonies and Stand By Me. Oh Jerry O'Connell guy, huh? Uh, yeah. It's like sign me up for anything with Dude, O'Connell in it. Don't do I'm, I'm Jerry. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to lose weight because let's just say in January, your boy could definitely do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> well, maybe if you lose weight, you'll get Jerry O'Connell's career. Maybe that's the oh, secret. Yeah. That was his secret, right? Yeah. But he was getting booked even when he was heavy in iconic movies. So Got whether you're fat, O'Connell. thin, or anything in between, it's okay, guys. But so those are great options, by the way. Well, you know what's funny? It wasn't until I got older and I really began to think about why those two specific movies meant so much to me as a kid. Uh, and then I realized it's because they were about the adventures of a group of friends that I did not have. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was a pretty, like, solo, Nickelodeon raised me, not a lot of friends kind of kid. In those movies, I was it was like an adventure with a group of friends. And now, look, you're having 20th year friendiversaries. Friendversary. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you gotta make a hook with your index oh, finger, and then I gotta do it this way, because then the knuckles. Oh yeah, you're, you're right, right. Yeah, you gotta do it the other way too. With this hand? Yeah, because then the, you get rid of your knuckles in the way. <laughs> oh, it's our twenty year friendversary. Just a couple of straight guys making hearts with their hands. Twenty year friendversary, making our dreams come true. All right, guys, so I told you this was going to be a very serious episode. Super serious. Uh, I also love Stand By Me and Goonies. We should have a movie night one night and rewatch them. I haven't seen the, either of those in a long time. Oh, seriously? It's been really? at least a decade. Oh, my God. I really? It's been that long I, since I you've seen yeah, them? Yeah, it has. I have seen them recently, and, buddy, I am proud to tell you they are just as good as you remember them. So you stand then, by. 
Yeah. Stand by them. Um, especially, especially stand by me. It'll hit you very differently now that you're like more of an adult. Oh, I bet, I bet. I, I seem, I remember. There's always that scene, right, where there's like a dog in a junkyard. Chopper, or something. sick balls. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Goonies is so classic. You know, that Asian kid in Goonies finally had his everything everywhere redemption mm-hmm. moment where he thought he said, you know, I thought for the rest of my life would just be known for that part in yeah. that movie, and I would never live up to anything other than that. And I actually can relate to that, and you probably can too. Being on, you know, the hills and punked, it's like. All right, like uh, those those are old shows. We're ready to get to like mm-hmm. a, a new credit that people know something. Maybe this podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time we go get coffee, people are like, "Hey, you guys, you guys are those that gay couple." <laughs> well, it's like people are like, "Hey, you're that guy from Punk," and I'm like, "Just once, when once, I want someone to be like, "Hey, you're that prolific uh, gay male porn actor." Yeah, just once. Goonies, twenty years. Friendversary. Stand by me. It's my friendversary with you. Okay. (laughs) All right, this is really going off the rails fast. Uh, Goonies, great movie. (laughs) (laughs) The Asian guy's back. Um, But no, and Brendan Fraser, by the way. Have you seen The Whale? I haven't seen The Whale yet. I actually just watched it. So depressing. So depressing. So emotionally manipulative. And honestly, come on. The ending, the director producer and he's gonna be like it's so contrived really? and it's so corny and i'm sorry to be this guy but when it I, just is it when just... i was uh when i was growing up one of the theme parks that was like close to where i lived in arlington massachusetts right outside of boston like the one that you'd go on school field trips it was called whale and park okay right and their mascot was a whale and then they'd have commercials on local tv all the time would go whale in park for a whale of a time and ever since i saw the whale the poster for the first time i was like you'll have a whale of a time that should be their slogan have a whale of a time this show is sponsored by better help we all carry around different stressors big and small when we keep them bottled up it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So anyway, the Goonies, um, Chunk. I mean, is there more of an iconic character than Chunk? No. And, you know, people told that guy when he moved to Hollywood. Yeah. And he said, listen, I'm going to be in iconic movies. They laughed at him. And now look at him. Well, I think that's kind of a pitfall with being a character actor. Is that, like, I have friends. One of my best friends was kind of heavy. And then uh, he had a heart attack. And then he had to lose weight. uh, And now is way healthier. Looks great. Feels great. Doesn't get hired anymore. But is having a lot of difficulty in the casting room. Because he's no longer, yeah, like the fat guy. Yeah, yeah, I knew a guy <laughs> like that too. It's 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 crazy when your weight is your identity with your acting or your comedy, and then you lose all that weight. It does throw people off a little. Mm-hmm. Look at Rebel Wilson; she gets so much shit. Yeah, and I think she looks great. But you know, there's there's definitely truth to this. When you're doing comedy, it's beneficial to you. The more overweight or, or more character you are like mm-hmm. if you have a huge nose and a funny voice and you get a nose job yeah and you fix your voice probably won't be as funny you know you want to know what's nice though uh is you know one actor who will never have to worry about losing weight or anything like that henry butts the goonies is really <laughs> just a fa- no, I, I mean, I think anybody from our generation uh loves both of those movies mm-hmm. um and, you know, it's crazy to be in a movie that is that iconic that 20, 30, 40 years later we're still buying T-shirts with the graphics to it or still quoting it. And it's funny to think about even that Asian actor being like, man, am I ever going to become anything more than that? Whereas a lot of people would be like, man, just to be in Goonies, if mm-hmm. you didn't ever did anything else, is still... Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. That was his first role. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the same actor. What is Skype complaining about? How did you not know that? Because I feel like it would be racist to assume that one Asian guy in that one movie was the same Asian guy in the other movie. Honestly, it would be, and I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I did. You know. He's an ally. I'm an ally. So do you just talk about whatever movies you want? I like to talk with people, so I usually start... This literally is Let's Talk movies. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And normally, you know, it's not all over the place, but again, you're dealing with a comedian, he's got Mm -hmm. ADD, this guy's checking his phone for comments on his Instagram. Don't you have ADD? Or OCD? I should probably get a new power drill. But yes, so I usually like to ask people, like, because usually, especially in this business, everybody has a movie that they remember from their childhood where they're like, okay, this is... So now, fast forward, it's 2023. What's a movie you've seen in the last one to three years that's like, iconic to you now like like in your adulthood where you're like this was an amazing film I mean 
Okay, okay. All right, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily because I thought uh, the movie itself was the best Oscar movie I've ever seen, but because of the... You can't say Cats. <laughs> the... The new cat movie, you can't. Digital tell. buttholes. <laughs> okay, go we've on. got to make them sure they've got digital cat little buttholes. We've got to now digitally remove the buttholes. People on the internet don't like the buttholes. You've got to scrape. You've got to scrape out the buttholes quickly. No more buttholes. <laughs> I see one more butthole and one more cat. I'm gonna fire everybody. Okay, this is artwork. So to answer your question, so the Goonies is. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so a film from in the last, you know, recent okay. history. So the movie, okay, the film I'm going to say, oddly enough, is, uh, uh, it was Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> now, here's why, here's why, here's why, here's why. Yes! Here's why, here's why. Because Godzilla versus Kong was the first movie me and my friends went to, like, right when you were allowed to get back into the movies, right? All right. That was, like, the first big blockbuster. From coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first movie we were allowed to go into. And we all got tickets and saw it at the Chinese Whoa, uh, theater. It's still the name of it. My goodness, this yeah. guy. <laughs> so uh, we're in the theater. We have you know you haven't you don't appreciate a movie theater until you're not allowed to go in them for like a year and a half. We were all there. Everyone got popcorn and soda and, you know, had drinks. And we couldn't believe we were in a movie theater. And then we were at, you know, the the IMAX theater, like, at Hollywood Islands. It's a gigantic theater. Beautiful old theater. And the movie itself was such a good popcorn picture. Was it? I've never seen that. It's hilarious. It's hilariously fun was and good. Was it so bad it was good or it's actually good? It's No, it's not It's not even so bad it's good. It's so self-aware of how cheesy this idea is okay, okay. that it gives you the best it's gonna be a lizard fighting yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a gigantic ape for two and a half, two, two straight hours experience <laughs> you can have. And people in the theater were losing their minds. Like it was so much fun. Because everyone was hooting and hollering and throwing popcorn. And it was like, it was part of the joy of returning to this American tradition. Yeah, yeah. With all of my friends in this historic theater in a movie that was so gleefully over the top. And as an experience, I was like, this this feels incredible. This feels like the movie. Like, this is why people talk about the movies. This is why I say, let's talk movies. Podcast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Please <laughs> subscribe. And scene. Let's go watch Goonies. Um, no, I love it. It kind of reminds me of um, Piranha 3D. Kind of has that vibe. You know, it's mm -hmm. such a like silly concept, and it's very self-aware. It's one of the the better comedies of the the, the aughts, the two thousands. Um, Wasn't the sequel Piranha Three Double D? I think it was That's actually, brilliant. and I think that one was bad uh, or not as good as the first. I think the first one was directed by Jason Stolberg. Who follows me on Instagram? Which I'm like, oh, it's a Piranha 3D guy. So, oh wait, your Brian, name. down there, you dropped uh, a name. <laughs> Anyways, Piranha 3D, and actually one of the the better 3D movies. You know, after Titanic, all these 3D movies flooded the market, raising Avatar. ticket prices, and most of them sucked. After Avatar. After Avatar, what did I say? Titanic. Oh, after Avatar. Thank you. 
Uh, Titavatar. Everyone's blue on a ship that's sinking. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, he's always making blue people. Blue people are dying everywhere. Um, I, I believe that's called Avatar. <laughs> I still think she should have shared that wrath. But I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio was blue when he died at the end of Titanic. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Dude, at the bottom of the sea, Jack became Jake Sully. Oh, and that's all Avatar is. Yeah. It's, it's Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Yeah, she's like... They're just freezing. You see him and he just like fades to the sea. But then you don't cut. The camera follows him. He turns completely brew from a cold. And then at the bottom of the ocean, uh, Zoe Saldana is there. And she's like, I see you. And he's like, can I have a blanket? <laughs> Something, I'm freezing. Um, but okay, so yeah. So uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm -hmm. Was there a scene in that movie where they like zoomed in on somebody and they said, my God, that's a big ape. <laughs> like something like that. I'm sure there was. It's been a while since I watched it. We gotta kill that gigantic lizard. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, well, that's awesome. What's so, your what's your what's your uh, twenty twenty on movie? Twenty twenty on movie. That's a great question. Uh, you know, let me think about that. So twenty twenty on. So that, what is that? Basically, COVID times. Yeah. You know what's funny is I watched Tenant in reverse. Nothing happens. Just a normal movie. Uh, 
Uh, Nolan I actually, joke. I actually love Christopher Nolan, and Tenet was. I feel like I walked out on that, sense. or I just was like, I remember being so angry watching that because I had such high expectations. Was that in theaters? Did that I feel did like that it make was? It? Yeah, I feel. I think it was. I know he was so pissed about what they did with releasing it on HBO Max that he left Warner Brothers. Oh really? Yeah, Oppenheimer. Wow. I think Oppenheimer's with Universal, or it's okay. not with Warner Brothers, and he'd been with Warner Brothers since the jump. Yeah, he was he was really pissed off. So, what's your uh, like twenty twenty on movie? You know, I think the m- movie that I found to be the most enjoyable and dynamic in the recent three years has was Top Gun Maverick. Uh, that was fun. I just thought that movie was so good, um, and I. Honestly, wasn't even excited to watch it. I'm not like a big Tom Cruise fan. We saw it together, didn't we? We had a top, we had Top Gun Day. Were you with me? I don't. I don't think we saw Top Gun together, did we? I'm trying to remember who I saw Top Gun with. But I just thought that movie had like everything, mm-hmm. you know, like even the opening scene where he breaks Mach 12 or whatever it is was badass, and actually Glenn Powell, who plays Hangman, was in my acting class. Really? Yeah, um, really great guy. I digress, Top Gun Maverick I thought was excellent. Um, Just a really good movie. Have you seen Knock at the Cabin? No. Don't knock at that cabin. (laughs) It's not good. It's not, the movie ended and I was livid. I was like, this is where we're ending? There's, can I just tell you, there's no twist. There's no anything. Oh, well, yeah. fucking spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I feel like you should know because you're just going to be living oh, like right. me. Yeah, that's true. Every M. Night Shyamalan movie, you're just waiting for the twist, the reveal. This movie just ends. You're like, what? Well, yeah. What's the point of an M. Night movie if there's no twist? Exactly. If an M. Night Shyamalan movie is filmed in that's... the woods and nobody <laughs> hears the twist ending at the end, did a tree fall on his movie? It's like, it's like, it's like I spend... The money for tickets to see Chubby Checker, and I never do the twist. It's exactly like that. So I want to talk. What's a movie that 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 was, a, that was a good analogy? What's a movie that people like that you hate? You know, we're talking about everything we like. I want to know what do you what do you just oh like? oh I have an answer. Screw I, that movie. I have an answer, and it's appropriate for Oscar weekend. The Fablemans. I hated The Fablemans. I didn't love The Fablemans either. I thought it was so boring. I didn't care about any of the characters, and yeah, I, me and my sister watched it together, and about an hour into it, you know, because it's like this super serious, like, coming of age, you know, glor- magic of movies, and I just look at her and I go, do you fucking like this? I just don't, it's just, there's no stakes. I find it to be There are very, no stakes. The, the stakes are so low. I find it to be very tedious. And I just don't like, aside from the kid, of course, I just don't like any of the characters and so much of the movie is about this family and the character struggles, but it's hard to get invested in the movie if, like... Your mom's a hoe? For, yeah, your mom's a hoe. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Screw mom! I was so angry. Yeah. And I'm just like... Paul Danos, he's paying the bills. He's good to the kids. Right? I mean, this guy... And then it's even the scene where the bully sees his thing and the bully gets mad. That whole scene was like... A little cringeworthy, the acting. For me, it just felt very forced. And do you remember that scene? And he's like, why would you make me look like that? Why would you make me look like that? And I'm just like... But that's such, like... That's so, like, ball-tickling for the Academy voters. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to win a a, a ton of awards. They need to tickle some balls. And here's, here's to to be clear, because I know movie people watch this. I think it's a very well-made movie. Where he puts the camera, all that stuff spectacular. Technically speaking, more the and story even, that... even artistically speaking, 
it's Spielberg. It's impeccable. The technique is impeccable. You know, it's just the story. It's that you just know. the fucking people it's, in it. I don't care about, and it's, it's three hours of them. And even yeah, the whole storyline with the girlfriend. I'm like, why did we need that? Yeah. Like, what is this movie really trying? Like, all we all really care about is the Spielberg, how he became a filmmaker, filmmaker part of it, and it's trying to do all these other things yeah. where you're just like, can we just get back to? It's like Steven Spielberg was like, you know what I want? I want a movie of my childhood. Yeah. And Hollywood was like, here's a bunch of money. There you go. But it 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 tanked. Like right. it's it's probably gonna you know it might win. It might very well win Best Picture, but it made zero dollars. And just in case Spielberg, if you watch this, I want you to know we, we love, love this the movie. We, we love, love it so much. It's a great movie. It's actually it's my your best work. Changed my life. What a genius. Fantastic what you did with all those scenes uh, and you know keep us in mind for Fablemans too yeah, even we'll, more Fablemans yeah, I think there should be a sequel Fable. I was like fa- I, when Fablemans ended I was like does the fable end here I don't think it does <laughs> that's us tickling some balls well, listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you probably got to go be in a movie yourself. You got to produce. Yeah, that we're making. We're making our own movies. We're making our own movies. That's right. Look out for more from Brian and Ben. And Ben. But you got to say the Ben really low and like like an afterthought. You know, Brought like, to you by Brian, Brian. Productions. <clears throat> uh, productions. Now, uh, thank you so much for being my guest on this episode of Let's Talk Movies. Uh Thank you all for watching. Please subscribe, like, follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Ben's handle right there. I'm ben, gonna I'm gonna put it in right. Ben the Morrison. You. Ben the Morrison. Follow him. Thank you for being on the the podcast. Oh, thank you. Twenty years, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Be sure to subscribe to Up on Game Network as well, and uh, spread love. Let's go get some chicks. 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 Beer and sports. Beer and chicks. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.